Trauma Healing Learnings based on one mom's journal entries recorded in real time from a catastrophic event with her son that you've been listening to in the blink of an eye story. Season 2, Trauma Healing Learning 14, Low on Options, Full of Community. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well today. Thank you for liking us and commenting on our new Instagram posts. Each week, we share bonus content and other expansions on trauma healing. Keep your eyes peeled for a special Instagram giveaway because we have hit 25 thousand downloads. It's true and it's amazing. And I love hearing from you. So please keep writing me at louise at blinkofaneyepodcast.com. I wanted to talk with you today about community support as an aspect of trauma healing. You know, Many people experience trauma feeling very alone. Here we are, all listening in together, learning together, supporting our learning and healing. But for many people, they do not have a community. Have you ever thought about it? That we as listeners listening in together each week to the same story, have created a community? Well, we have, and it just keeps growing. And we can support each other. The very fact that you can imagine other listeners and hold them in your thoughts in positive regard is powerful. Just pause and picture other Listeners listening in. We are learning about how the mind can change reality. I'll share more with you about that in a later learning. But today, let's focus on community and what it is that community can do for each of us when we experience a crisis. Here we are, now, together. Something in you brought you here to listen to Blink of an Eye. You took the time out of your life to listen because you are interested in healing yourself. That is self-love. The more we love ourselves, the more capacity we have to show up authentically with love for ourselves and to show up authentically with love for others. That's the big lesson. Showing up, loving yourself. You listen because you know you are worthy of being loved and of being healed and you are capable of it 
It might not feel that way all the time, especially when you are in crisis or experiencing personal reactivity to others and to life that comes at you. And there may be many times when you don't love yourself or feel worthy, but whether you do or not feel loved or worthy at any given time, you have capacity to change how you feel by the ways you think and what goes on in your mind. You see, we create most of our suffering after a traumatic event by how it is that we think about it and then what we do. Showing up for others are some of the ways that we can shape the thinking that we have to nurture self-love and can shape the thinking of others who are suffering so they can love themselves again. We heal when we return to our capacity to love ourselves, even the part of ourselves that responded to trauma the best it could. Community, intentional gatherings to be with each other and to show support to others in difficult times can further each of our ability to reclaim what is there all along. Let me explain and give some examples. It has been said and written that the rituals of grieving and mourning are as old as time. Jews have a swift burial of the dead, followed by seven days of sitting Shiva to honor the life of the one lost to death. Muslims wash and shroud the deceased in three sheets. Catholics have a solemn mass of Christian burial with Holy Communion and the promise of an afterlife. The Hopi Indians gather and bury the dead upright with a cane and then have dancing rituals to bring about rebirth. All these and other rites of faith across the globe are observed in community. Even now, in digital times, we have GoFundMe pages and websites such as CaringBridge that allow people in the community to post and donate to show their support for a family suffering a grave loss. Yes, people will always find ways to gather together, and it is comforting. Even during COVID, people still manage to find ways to gather. They do on Zoom or organize drive-by support parades. Grieving is intended by most cultures to be done in community. Human beings are not built to grieve alone. 
and centuries-old rituals have borne out this truth. And modern medical research now also informs us that these rituals have physical health benefits as well, as if our ancient customs have known this all along. Grieving together rather than being alone does further the healing process. The emotional connection of humans gathered together allows the metabolizing of trauma that we have been learning more and more about and the physical proximity of people comforting each other settles the body and relaxes the body, which aids in the release of stored grief from trauma. It's simple and also so profound. Maybe you've thought about that before. Maybe you haven't. How good it is to gather for each other, to show up. And you know what else? The medical research says that it's now well established in the absence of comforting, that there are negative health effects of unresolved grief on the human cardiovascular and immune systems along with heightened risks for conditions such as anxiety, depression, substance use, and post-traumatic stress disorder. So lest you thought twice about going or held back on attending a prayer vigil for a friend or the funeral of a friend's loved one or a shiva or a celebration of life gathering. Think again and go. Show up for someone else. You will not regret it and they will be grateful. Your presence will be felt. You matter. The power of a hug and embrace giving your grieving friend a loving kiss on the cheek in the receiving line at a funeral. Even the act of showing up to write your name and a kind word in the guest book that they can read over later is part of community support. Contact with other people and receiving comfort from others aids the healing process. And according to studies conducted by the Center for Complicated Grief at Columbia University, lack of contact and comfort from other people can slow the process of acceptance of reality and the meaning of a loss. Lack of community support can also keep the intensity of grief profound and at the center of life. No one wants to have grief be the center of their life. At least no one 
who loves themselves. While the process of trauma healing is gradual, and while the body needs time to process grief, and the mind needs time to reclaim love for self, let's gather for each other so that no one gets stuck in believing that grief will be at the center of their lives forever. That is a very limiting belief. Community support is one of the many resources to help dislodge this belief from attaching itself in the mind for too long. If you are following along in the companion story, our family was in shock, had not even begun to experience grief, but had an awareness of a profound loss of Archer's ability and the new dawning awareness of the loss of many aspects of life and family life as we knew it, including the potential loss of our home, loss of our jobs and income, and loss of dreams and what we took for granted would be in our future. Our community may have been even more aware of the grief that would follow than what we were aware of or capable of understanding then. Our community rose to the occasion and they gathered together on our behalf. They assembled a community prayer vigil of many hundreds of young people holding candles and praying. And they created new rituals for our situation, such as a few hundred families gathering at a local school and doing arts and crafts to create prayer flags, representing each family holding hands together in support of Archer. And high school kids gathered to make posters for Archer's hospital room of pictures and sayings to keep Archer's spirits up. And others gathered to march in solidarity for other good causes in Archer's name. And thousands of people wore prayer for Archer green wristbands and Archer's army t-shirts and gathered together at multiple sporting events to chant Archer Strong in support of our family. Even though we were not able to be there in person because we were in the trauma ICU all those times, and even though it felt like we may have been dying a thousand deaths back in the ICU, each of these collective gatherings was very powerful and uplifting to know people cared about us. And it was incredibly comforting to know how much Archer was loved. They were comforting and we felt it. This is community support. And it tells someone at the early stages of a trauma journey that they are not alone. 
And didn't your mother or grandmother teach you that it's a good thing to visit the sick in the hospital or the right thing to do to take food to the home of a family that has experienced a major upheaval or a death? Yes, community support can also be the one-to-one hospital visit or the one-to-one drop-off of food. Because when many people follow the same community ritual, it binds people together. And collectively, it creates that necessary community support for helping those who are suffering to move through the grieving process. Community support is comforting and is intended to further us along in our trauma healing process so we can live again. Maybe you will consider how to reach out, when to show up as a sign of your community support when another has suffered a great loss. It does matter. And if you have suffered the great loss or trauma, you know how much it matters and how comforting it is. And when you show up for another who is grieving, or when you are grieving and receive the gift of another's presence, either way, you are contributing to the creation of an energy field for healing. And that is good for all. Oh yes, God doesn't want us to suffer. The divine source of all good things wants us to regain our capacity to live fully again. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Life is so precious. Sending love. Hope for everything. Obtain everything. Thank you for tuning in to the Trauma Healing Learnings. You may tune in to the companion Blink of an Eye story at Season 2, Episode 14. Low on options, full of community. Thank you for listening, and thank you for telling your friends. Together, we are raising the vibration for healing. You've been listening to Blink of an Eye. We ask that you share this with anyone who may need inspiration, a lift, or who may relate. Never miss an episode. Listen on our website, blinkofaneyepodcast.com. Or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is sponsored by Baltimore Mediation. For 28 years, Baltimore Mediation has served clients worldwide by facilitating negotiation breakthroughs, believing in their capacity for meaningful face-to-face dialogue. You can learn more at BaltimoreMediation.com.